In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom and Anthony today. It's the Feast of the Ascension, our Lord Jesus. God goes up with shouts of joy, a roar of trumpets for the Lord. God goes up with shouts of joy, a roar of trumpets for the Lord. How we need to praise God, how we need to worship God, how we need to get on fire with God. Last night at the glory meetings, all about fire. We need the fire of God. We need the fire of the Holy Spirit. We need that fire so that we would catch fire and give fire to other people. People are just too, well, you know. No, not well, you know. Well, I'm on fire. I'm on fire with the Holy Spirit by the grace of the living God. How we need that. The apostles were on fire, and that fire caught around the world. When you look at the twelve, you say, my Lord, how could something happen around the world with these twelve men who aren't very educated, uh, that are very regular? Well, they weren't regular, I'll tell you. When the Holy Spirit came up, they were not regular. Yeah, how a little... How a little brush fire can catch a blaze and burn down a whole forest. The embers of the Holy Spirit, they want to catch us. They want us to burn the whole world with the love of God. Burn with the kingdom and burn with the fire of God. Last night the meeting got cut a little short. Because as we were praising and worshiping, the fire of God, the Holy Spirit revealed to me, was coming onto people's hands as we were praising the Lord telling him we were singing with open arms and open hands. And the healing anointing, the healing anointing were coming on to people. The Holy Spirit had us release that. But after that, even more fire, even more fire came upon. And Father, we just pray and we thank you, even right now, even right now that you're releasing that same Holy Spirit and that same fire onto every listener listening. And you're setting them ablaze. So we called up whoever wanted to catch the fire of God, come up and receive it. Paul texted me this morning. He said, last night was amazing. Everyone was dropping like flies. And it's true. Because when the Holy Spirit and the fire of God comes and enters into a room, nothing human can stay. The fire of God burns out all, all things human. And it enlightens us to everything divine. We begin to enter in to the mystical union of heaven. We live on earth as it is in heaven. Today we celebrate the ascension of the Lord as Jesus was lifted by the glory cloud into heaven to be seated at the right hand of the Father. But as he went to heaven, there was an exchange. As later, on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit was sent down the Holy Spirit and fire, and we were baptized in the fullness of God. You are now walking in the fullness of God, how you're supposed to be walk. As Jesus walked 
in this world, so much you walk. Jesus was God, but he was fully man, and he walked in the power of the Holy Spirit. He walked in the power of the Holy Spirit, which is the fire of God, which is the fire of God. And the God and the Holy Spirit carried Jesus in a glory cloud up and ascended him to heaven. For we are, you are, born to live this ascended life. To live this ascended life, ascended life, living more in the heavenly realms and on earth. We are called to bring earth, heaven to earth. We are called to bring heaven to earth. When Jesus was on that cross, a veil torn, and heaven and earth was united. Heaven and earth was united. We are now living in mystical union with all of heaven, Jesus, Mary, the mother of God, the saints, the angels. We're all in one mystical body. We're in one accord, praising Jesus, calling down the kingdom. As we call it down every day in the Our Father, living on earth as it is in heaven. Our Father, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. In heaven, there's no pain. There's no sickness. There's no anxiety. There's no trauma. There's no bad memories. There's only looking upon the face of your creator. Looking upon the face of God and praising and worshiping him. And living in union with him and living in love with him. But that's how God wants you to begin to live today. That's how God wants you to begin to live today, and it's a grace. So, Father, even right now, I thank you and we honor you that you're releasing the fire, the burning embers of the Holy Spirit, the fire of God in all of heaven right now on every listener. As your glory, your glory begins to fill the car, begins to fill the atmosphere. And in this glory, everything is possible. The DNA is heaven, is imprinted in all of our souls. And all, all, all of what Jesus died for is being released onto us now. And what is Jesus doing in heaven? He ever lives to make intercession for us. Right. Our prayer partner is Jesus Christ at the right hand of the Father, praying for you and praying for me. Oh, how we need to agree with the prayer of heaven the prayer of heaven that the will of God be done on earth as it is in heaven, that the kingdom of God come on earth as it is in heaven. How we need this. This is what Jesus said, it is better for you that I go away. If I go away, I will send the counselor, the Holy Spirit, because I go away, I will send him to you. They wanted him to stay on earth, but you see now, we have the Holy Spirit to all believers. Jesus was usually in one place at one time on earth. We can be any place now if we are believers. We have the Holy Spirit, but does the Holy Spirit have us? That's the issue. Does the Holy Spirit have us? It's so nice to say, I've got the Holy Spirit, but does he have us? Does he have you? Does he have me? We need to have him have us so that we would see the same things that Jesus did on the earth, the same things that the disciples did on the earth, the same things that Peter did on the earth, the same things that Paul did on the earth. We need to do. We have that power. 
you say, but I'm not, I'm not a priest. You don't have to be a priest. You just have to be surrendered to Jesus. That's all you need to be is surrendered to Jesus. You say, well, uh, I, I'm shy. Well, you know what? Shy or not, God wants to use you. He's praying for you right now at the right hand of the Father. He cares about you. I'm reading from the Acts of the Apostles. In my first book, Theophilus, my first book was the Gospel of Luke. Theophilus means <clears throat> lover of God. I wrote about all that Jesus did and taught from the beginning until the day when he was taken up into heaven. So he tells us to Theophilus, the lover of God, it might be you. Are you the lover of God? I am. I'm Theophilus. We have a friend in the monastery whose name is Theophilus. Yes, Ryan is Theophilus, the lover of God. Until the day when he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. He chose those whom he loved. After this, after his suffering, he presented himself alive to them by many convincing proofs, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. But not only speaking about the kingdom of God, there were 500 people who saw the risen Lord. Hallelujah! We can see the risen Lord if he gives us that grace. We could have a live vision if he gives us that grace. This is so important. That's why it's important that we be filled with the Holy Spirit. While staying with them, he ordered them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait there for the promise of the Father. What is the promise of the Father? The Holy Spirit. Wait there for the promise of the Father. This, he said, is what you have heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. How we need that Holy Spirit. I would not be preaching 38 years on the radio had not I received that Holy Spirit baptism. That spirit baptism is so important. It's so important so that we can go about doing the works of God in the name of Jesus. You see, Jesus wants to work with you. Jesus wants to use you. Jesus is praying for you. He has plans for you. I know the plans I have for you, plans to give you a future and a hope. A future and a hope. You say, but I'm hopeless. No, you're helpless. Then there's a difference between helpless and hopeless. Anyone who loves Jesus is not hopeless, but they might be helpless, and that's why they need the Holy Spirit, so that he would come upon them and do the things that Jesus did, and do the things that Peter did, and do the things that Paul did. We need the Holy Spirit to do the things that Stephen did, to do the things that Philip did. Remember that the deacons were ordained to wait on table, but that didn't work. When they got the apostolic spirit, they went about preaching and healing the sick and raising people from the dead. You see, that's what it's all about. I wonder who was left to wait on tables. When the apostolic spirit comes upon people, 
that's the spirit of succession as well as the spirit of success, things begin to happen. Even as Father Tom is speaking, he's speaking through the power of the Holy Spirit. You can feel it. Every word he's saying is release, releasing light because God is light. And the light of Christ is coming through, through Father Tom's word, because it's truly not him speaking. It's the Holy Spirit speaking through him. That's why as he begins to preach, the whole atmosphere in your car is changing. How you feel is completely being healed. You're feeling light. You're feeling airy. Angels are hearkening at the word and the power of God. We want to speak God with power, with power. Because until we receive the power of God, we're trying on our own accord. We're trying on our own under. We're leaning on our own understanding what Jesus wants us to do, how to how to serve Him. But upon that fresh fire of God, the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which Jesus promises He's going to give to us, when we receive that, suddenly there's no more striving. It's you contain the power of God. You're walking in the power of God. You're walking fully alive. The fire of God is consuming everything that's not of God. And he's burning it out. He's burning out right now. I speak over your life. Anxiety, trauma, tormenting thoughts, Lord. Release fire. The fire of God is the answer to everything. The fire of God can be scary, though, because we've got to give up control. We may like doing things our way and being in control, but I promise you, you don't want to be your own king. We have a king. When we, when we give control over to the Holy Spirit of our life, pretty soon the breath of God begins to breathe on you, and your life becomes, to, becomes easy. It becomes marked in eternity. All these things that are so troublesome to you are things of this earth. God begins to just take care of them. You know, we know, we know we need to seek first the kingdom of God and everything else will be taken care of for you. So as we seek the kingdom of God, as we seek the things of heaven, the gifts of heaven come down to us. I wouldn't, Father Tom wouldn't, said he would not be preaching today without the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I would not know Jesus without the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You know, I grew up in church all my life. But Jesus was never real to me. He was never real to me until the power of God in Holy Rosary, I received that baptism. I received the power of God, which coursed through every vein in my body and activated me, showed me why we are on this earth, that we had to walk fully alive, that we had to walk with the power of God and in heavenly realms that we already contain the whole kingdom of God within us. And it just takes heaven to come in us to activate us. That this book, the Acts of the Apostles, it was great. And the apostles did these works. But today, you are the apostle that Jesus has on this earth. And in fact, every saint for 2,000 years has prayed to live in these times has prayed to live in these times because today is the greatest outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Today, we have 2,000 years of prayers behind you, and God is calling you to be a greater saint than any saint that comes before you. 
a greater saint than any saint that has come before you. And it's not because we're born so holy or this. It's because God chose us to be on this earth at this time. With the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the fire of God, the love of God is taking place. Father, just pray that they receive the fire of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that the fire that came on the apostles would come upon these people that are listening, that that fire would burn out everything that is not of God, fear, guilt, torment, that that fire would burn it out and fill them with the presence of God. Oh God, blow on that fire. Cause there to be a conflagration of fire. Blow on the fire with the wind of the Spirit. Blow on that fire so that we would go out and tell people about Jesus. That is the Word of God, to tell people about Jesus. People aren't talking about Jesus anymore. They talk about God in the generic. But Jesus is the one who introduces us to the Father. Jesus is the one who takes us to the Father. I'm reading from Acts 1, 6. So when they had all come together, that's the disciples, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? They're looking for a political place. Jesus replied, it is not for you to know the times or the periods that the Father has set in his own authority. In other words, none of your business. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, Quincy, Brockton, Winthrop, and all the ends of the earth. Alleluia! And to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. What kind of a cloud was it? It was the cloud of glory. It was the cloud that came upon them at the transfiguration. It was the cloud of glory, lifted Jesus up into heaven. God goes up with shouts of joy, a blare of trumpets for the oh. Lord. God goes up with shouts of joy, a blare of trumpets for the Lord. Hallelujah. While he was going and they were gazing up toward heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. Who are these two men? They're angels, and they're going to proclaim something. They said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up toward heaven? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go to heaven. He's coming on the clouds, on the glory clouds. He's coming to ransom a people for himself, people that already have given their lives to Jesus. Oh, yes, I tell you, we don't even hear about the second coming of Christ. People don't preach about the second coming of Christ. But the Scripture says, this Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go to heaven, that he'll come in the same way as we saw him lifted up and going to heaven. The final words of Jesus on the earth, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and throughout all the ends of the earth. 
Who is he talking to? You, me, us. And we have a prayer partner in heaven today. He ever lives to make intercession for us. He ever lives to pray for us. He ever lives to pour out his spirit upon us. Oh, yes, it's all about the Holy Spirit leading us to Jesus, proclaiming Jesus, proclaiming the cross, proclaiming the death and resurrection of our Lord. How we need to proclaim Jesus to the world one at a time. Amen. And like the angel said, why do you, men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up to heaven? Jesus, he, he's coming back on the cloud, but basically, stop looking up at heaven and get to, get to work, men of Galilee. It's time for you to, until Jesus comes back, it's time for you to bring heaven upon this earth. Because you now are vested with power. And you are now Jesus on this earth. He's living his life through you. You are now the Lord's witnesses. You are now vested with that same Holy Spirit, that same power that Jesus walked in. You are now blessed with every gift in the heavenly places. You are now connected to heaven because the veil's been torn. The veil's been torn. The veil's been torn. May the love of God, which is far greater than any knowledge, fill your heart today. May the love of God, which is greater than any wisdom, fill your heart today. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.